0: Plex 107.1, that is close to me. Morning to you, 6.05, it is BS in the morning. Hold on, i got to turn something down. Talk for a minute, Shelly.
1: What would you like me to say, Brad?
0: Good I'd morning. like to say that my new Ferrari is parked out front that you uh, bought for me, and the keys are in the ignition. I can Well, actually, I don't have keys in the ignition. I have just like the button you push now, like your car, and I'm ready to take off any minute. That's what I'd like you to say.
1: Well, I just hope that uh, the bow, the big bow that I put on it doesn't scratch the
0: finish. <laughs> have, have you seen... <laughs> By the way, this is BS in the morning. We'll get to important stuff in that. You just reminded me of something. Um, you know how they have the Lexus commercials every year, where the guy, like, you know, buys his 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 uh, his girlfriend or wife or whatever she is a new Lexus, and she puts it out, and he puts it out in front of the house with a big bow on it. Have you seen those commercials? You've seen they've run them for years.
1: I I, I don't have TV. I've only got Netflix.
0: Well, you don't know what I'm talking about.
1: I, I do know what you're talking well, about, but I haven't seen one lately.
0: Every year they run the one. Well, there's this one. I think it's and this is this is this is a bad situation to have in advertising. Okay, we're advertising people, you and I, and marketing and all that kind of stuff. It's bad when people remember the commercial, but they can't remember who it's for. You know what I mean? oh yeah, it was a really cute commercial and the and the bear jumped on this on the on the diving board and and jumped in a swimming pool. Okay, who was it for? Um, I don't know. Well, I think this is for Hyundai. Where the guy tries it's like a takeoff on the Lexus commercials and he tries to wrap it and he can't get it you know he's trying to like pull like a big a uh, big roll of wrapping paper around the car and it keeps falling off it's pretty funny, you know, and obviously it's 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 aimed at that, and I heard who is it I heard I heard um uh, George Weber, Skip Weber, the you know the Weber Chevrolet and, and 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 Weber Ford over on the east side. Um, I heard him interviewed once, and he and asked if he's ever. I mean, here's a guy who sells a gazillion cars a year. This is not like some guy on the street corner with a used car lot with five cars in the lot. This guy has huge dealerships. One of them right there, two seventy in Olive, and there's one over in Waterloo, uh, Illinois. I guess it is. Anyway, uh, he was interviewed and asked asked if if he ever had anybody do that and he said no <laughs> so but maybe it's a chevy thing you know maybe if it's like a lexus you can afford to have a big old monster bow put on stuff like that but uh you know it's one of those things i mean w- w- wouldn't it wouldn't it be cool though i mean like if you were gonna like it give would a,
1: actually like, i've I, in my mind i've always thought that i was going to get a mercedes like that
0: <laughs> really uh-huh. well, i mean but don't they say it's better to give than to receive who would you give a car to with a big bow and like that your daughter
1: um, I would probably get David a new truck. Really,
0: and put like a yes. big bow on it and stuff like that. I'm sorry. And put a big bow on it. That would you do that? I would. Wow, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Today is going to be a decent day. It's going to be on the cold side, but, uh, you know, no snow. Matter of fact, uh, when we have the official sunrise this morning, we should have an actual sunrise. So it should be interesting to happen uh, this morning. Uh, And uh, matter of fact, uh, uh, we've got extra weather reports loaded in again this morning. We'll have Jennifer... For That's See, that's your cue. You I can never do her name. Uh, we'll have her uh, forecasts coming up. And uh, the storm, I'm looking at it on radar right now. It has moved off to the east. Uh, we had uh, two days of snow there. And the storm is now, uh, matter of fact, if you're driving east or headed east, flying east, not good. Uh, the storm right now is uh, anywhere from southern Illinois. There's still parts of it uh, in our neighboring state, and the uh, the snow portion of it goes all the way up into Toronto and is blanketing the uh, east coast as far as uh, New York, Vermont, uh, Massachusetts, uh, Pennsylvania. South of that, lots of rain all the way from south of Pennsylvania all the way down into the Gulf um, moving right now across uh, Georgia, the Florida Panhandle, and the whole bit. So, um,
1: well, happy birthday, and have a good day
0: to two of your sons. Well, my one son's birthday was yesterday, and my other son's birthday is I next know. week, and we'll is talk about. Di- huh? We'll talk about how I <laughs> had to go rescue him yesterday, <laughs> which is another story. Uh, he's he drives a car that he drives a Mustang, and it's a stick. And if you've ever had, um, you know a and his isn't like a GT but it's 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 a it's a fast car it's got a V6 it's got a 6-speed transmission man i love driving that car it is so fun and it's sad to see that stick shifts are slowly dying i mean there'll be probably i would say within the next 5 to 10 years where you not be able to get a stick shift in anything anymore
1: i know they have these i guess shifters on the steering wheel of yeah, the newer cars, the paddle shifts, so you can pretend yeah. like you're shifting. Well, gears.
0: actually, that's that's what like the new technology is, like on the F1 cars, the Formula One cars, and now even a lot of the high performance cars, um, even even like the the you know the exotics, the Lamborghinis and the Ferraris and things like that are slowly but surely going away from the manual transmissions too. And and quite honestly, it makes them faster. As and I know that's hard to believe because there was a day when. Uh, there was so much uh, you know inefficiency in an automatic transmission that the stick was uh, much more efficient transmission and that's not the case anymore they've come a long way with automatic transmissions plus as far as performance is concerned when you figure that if you're driving a stick when you put that clutch in uh, you're essentially doing no uh, drive to the wheels i mean I know these guys can do it real quick but with the uh, the paddle shifts i mean it's a little, little instant you know it's instantaneous they have these double clutches in the paddle shift transmissions and you can really move in a hurry but of course, who needs that when you got a Tesla, and there is no transmission?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Those th- I have to admit, though, that that Tesla um, hookup station was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where all the guys hang out. Hey, baby, what's going? All the Tesla owners, the Tesla men, show up, and <laughs> she called it a hookup station. <laughs>
1: Oh, Isn't that what it is?
0: <laughs> yeah, all the Tesla dudes and all the two Tesla guys show up there and, they go, and the guys go, hey, baby, nice car. And she goes, hey, back at you, nice car. We're Tesla owners. Hey, want to go on a date? Yeah. Hey, well, you know, it's, it's the like hookup a Jeep station. thing
1: or a Harley thing. <laughs> There's always a subculture.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we'll, well, I'll tell you what. Let's talk about that the next break because that's something I exposed you to over the weekend as far as the, as she calls it, the Tesla hookup station. (laughs) That's not quite the case. Uh, But anyway, we'll talk about that next break. And whether we mentioned that. uh, Oh,
1: Jennifer Wojcicki.
0: next, Next hour, you as a woman, I have something really interesting that I want your comment on. And uh, had to do with an interview I heard yesterday. Uh, Terry Gross, we talked about her? She's the lady on NPR, does all the interviews, and she interviewed the lady who is the president of the, I guess it's what the AFA, the American Flight Attendants Association, or something like that. It's the union that, like most of the, you know, most of the flight attendants in the United States belong to. And it was fascinating, and uh, really, you know, she was really a good spokesperson. A lot of interesting uh, answers she gave. But what was interesting was they talked about the image of the, the, um, uh, you know, what used to be called the stewardess and now the flight attendant. And they played the audio from a TV commercial that was done by Eastern Airlines in 1967. And I've got the audio. I pulled the audio, and uh, I'll link the video as well too. I want your reaction to this because I think most women now would see this commercial today and just go like i can't believe they did that even then it was it was it was fascinating to me because talk about talk about a slap in the face of women i mean and this was the this was the commercial by and if you remember eastern airlines used to be a big airline they went out of business but yeah. this was this was a commercial they ran on network television this was like all over the place and it's just incredible. I mean, you know.
1: It was a different time. Well,
0: you, I'll play you the audio, and, uh, you know, I'm, I won't give it to you ahead of time, because I always like to get your instant reactions. You know, we could stage this ahead of time, but I always like to get your instant reactions to things. I know you do. Things, you know, and because, you know, what I love, what I love most, most about it is I know that I'm going to do something that Shelly's just going to go like, you know. She's not going to even believe it, and I'm going to, you know, and I'm going to say, Shelly, what do you think? And she's going to go.
1: Um.
0: Well, do you have an opinion on that, Shelly?
1: Um. Does okay, it, that's enough.
0: Does it make you mad, Shelly? Oh, look,
1: it's six thirteen. Um,
0: does it upset you?
1: Um.
0: Does it, uh, you know, make your uh, coffee uh, any colder?
1: Um. I don't drink coffee, Brad.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I my get,
1: shoulder. It makes my shoulder colder.
0: It makes your shoulder. <laughs>
1: You know cold shoulder
0: yeah it makes you what what again
1: my shoulder colder it made me want to heave <laughs> what did you say
0: nothing we'll take a break it's six fourteen. 14.
1: huh
0: westplex 107.1 this is bs in the morning you can check out our website at bsinthemorning.show that's what she's always trying to talk Karen's always trying to talk. Can you believe it?
1: Just like the woman always interrupting <laughs> he, he, you, Brad. I don't know what it is about
0: you. No, you said I that. Mean, can you believe that? No, hold it. Just to make As sure. She always
1: comes on every time you're trying to talk.
0: <laughs> Just to make sure. She
1: never shuts up.
0: <laughs> Are you trying to give me a dose of my own medicine? Is that what that is? <laughs> do what? That's Shelly saying those, uh, Those. Uh, uh, what do you call that? would be a, uh, uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on a minute. I got a problem. What are you
1: uh about? never com- good when you
0: uh-oh. No, my computer monitor just went blank. I mean, just oh. literally black screen, you know, flashed on and off. And I'm going, oh, no, it's all I need, the computer to crash. Okay, so it came back on. I have no idea what's going on with it. No, what I'm saying is, and that a little bit uh, over-the-top sexual right now, uh, you know, sexual discrimination where you say, I oh, it's like a woman. I don't. You can't say those kind of things anymore.
1: I can say those kind of things because... Yeah, I'm a woman.
0: Well, so. You
1: may not know that about me,
0: but. So.
1: I'm a woman and I can say pretty much whatever I think.
0: So it's okay for women to uh, essentially diss on themselves, but it's not okay for a man to diss on a woman?
1: Yes, because usually we do it in a frivolity nature. You all (laughs) don't do that. Frivolity
0: (laughs) nature. Listen to this.
1: (laughs) With a bunch of frivolity. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) Anyway, uh, whether this morning. It's
1: true. Even. We can call each other names, and it's said in the right context and the right uh, well tone.
0: Not to be uh, not it's to hilarious. be racially insensitive, but is that why black people can call each other the n word? But if if we use that, we'd be in deep trouble. Yes, sort of same thing. So I could call I could call one of my my guy friends if I had one. I could call one of my guy friends. I could call him, hey, ah, you know, or whatever. But if I said that to a woman, that wouldn't be good. Probably not. Okay. Okay. I got it.
1: Go ahead and try it. Let's <laughs> yeah. take a little let's take a little test. Like that woman that came <laughs> up and just you didn't even know and you were on Main Street and she just came up and laid a kiss right on you.
0: That's been it a was long, an
1: experiment.
0: That's about seven or so eight. years So let's do ago. an
1: experiment. Go and call a woman an a-hole.
0: For 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 those of you who didn't hear this previous conversation, I'm walking along Main Street in St. Charles. I guess it was seven or eight years ago. And there was a group of three or four women. And I was by myself. I'm walking one direction on the sidewalk. They're walking the opposite direction. And the one lady in the middle of the group walks up to me, puts her arms around me, and kisses me very passionately on the lips while the other girls just sort of laughed. When girls, I would say they're probably in their 40s 50s and they all laughed and she just walked away from me like you know like uh, you know like we just said hi to on the street you know like hey hi and whoop, away she goes I'm you going. Know, that was weird and my point on that was um you know if i would have gone to the police department and said officer i'd like to make a report i was walking on main street and some woman came up and kissed me on the lips and then walked away the officer would probably say dude And the problem is, you know, but the flip side of it is that if I did that to a woman, I could be arrested, right?
1: Yeah, you could. Kind of like the difference between attractive and nice.
0: Well, you know, the worst thing uh, a uh, uh, a woman can ever tell a guy is, he's a nice guy. With good socks and paper. No, no, no. When he says, he's a nice guy, that means you really have no interest in him.
1: Well that's better than being the pretty face great personality girl.
0: How did you know that about me? Not you. <laughs> me. Well, but but
1: I'm the great face. I'm, I'm the pretty face great personality girl.
0: Yeah, okay. Important. There's
1: really nothing else about me that's attractive, but I've got a great personality. You got
0: a nice car?
1: I do have a nice car. You got Thank a big you.
0: goofy dog? My precious, huh? You got a big doof- goofy dog?
1: I do 169 pound great peer. and he only he's, he's he's what he's gone lame though and and I don't know what to do about that he's getting better
0: he's gone lame did you say lame lame yes like he can't walk anymore yes wow how do you move if I he's mean a- just
1: all of a sudden his back paw he was eating his back paw so it was clearly hurting him yeah took him to the vet three or four times and and then um, he became lame and he couldn't put any weight on that back paw. So we thought it again was the fact that he was having an infection in there. And then she said the more that he looked, she looked at him walk, which was a horrible thing to watch. She said, I think it's radiating pain and I think that he's torn his ACL.
0: So, okay, I'm going to ask you a quick question because we're a little bit behind in this break, but. If you got a hundred sixty-nine pound dog that goes lame, how do you move him around?
1: Well, he can get up. He's actually started being getting better. Right. But he's still not a hundred percent.
0: Sort of like but, me. Sort of like me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Lame. Um.
1: <laughs> um. It, it, we tried to put a towel underneath him, and he didn't like that at all.
0: I mean, what like a towel to pick him up? Yes. Oh. Okay. Underneath
1: his back haunches right. so he could sit there and try to walk. Right. And he didn't like that at all. Well, you know. But why. then he started taking his his pain medicine and we got him pain medicine and we got him a cox two inhibitor and then we got him an antibiotic.
0: Shelling, can I tell you something? What? You're a much better person than, than I am because you know why? Why? You're you're giving me every reason I don't have pets. Why? <laughs> I, I have. It's a
1: I, little snafu. They're like people.
0: N- but once again, I have, I have no, no time to care for an animal like that. I mean, and, and I don't mean to sound like I'm being, you know, I mean, there's some people that have animals, you know, dogs and cats and whatever, that do not take care of them. And I can
1: totally see you riding around with a little bitty floofy dog. No, no, no,
0: no you, know, you couldn't. That you could put in a no, little. No, 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 you couldn't because I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, have.
1: I could so see that I though. W-
0: I wouldn't have a pet. I mean, you know, once again, I mean, I, I have such a weird schedule, and you know, I mean, to the point where, and and, and quite honestly, um, you know, I'm one of those people that uh, you know I get attached to things and. Uh, when there comes that day, I have a tough time dealing with that. So, how do I not deal with it? I don't have pets, you know? If you don't have a pet. You don't have to worry about them getting sick, and you know you don't have to have that uh, unfortunately end of life experience, uh, which I find very, very, very tough. And I know people that uh, you know have gotten very attached to their animals, and it's 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 like losing you know like a like a you know like a family a, Yeah, it's like it losing is. your mother, or your father, or one of your kids, or you know uh, you know your spouse or something like that. It's terrible. I know. They so,
1: love you unconditionally. They never talk back. Well, my dog talks back. He wants to eat my face sometimes. Well, hold on. now. What's this? What's this about? Whenever I try to do mom things like you know, pick up his tail and look and <laughs> see how his tummy is and yeah, okay. he doesn't like that. He tries okay. to bite my face.
0: We're done with that. Time for the weather. Six twenty Westplex one oh seven point one. Well hopefully not today. We're not gonna do that. Good morning to you. It is BS in the morning. I am Brad She is Shelley. Our website is BS in the morning dot show. Station's website is westplex 1071com You know what I didn't do yesterday? I really messed up I forgot to ring the bell, you know. No, and it, you ring the bell. Did I ring the bell yesterday? I think you did. The sad part is, is I was a couple places yesterday and there were no bell ringers because of the fact that I guess it was, you know, the snow and everything like that. Um, God, you know what? I have to tell you, uh, people are such such wimps. I mean, was were the roads bad yesterday? Yeah, but I mean, everything.
1: Yeah, they they really were. They weren't bad in the morning time, but in the afternoon, they they were.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Pretty, pretty dicey. I tried to get dinner last night. I couldn't find a place open.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: I, I ended up at the casino. Did you? Uh, yeah, they were
1: open. Of course, they well, were.
0: D- uh, only, they were probably packed. No, yeah, they? Uh, there was. There, could have shot a cannon in a place, and not had anybody. It was deserted. I mean, oh, I. Was ate, really? yeah, I went to a Maristar. I ate in the sports bar because everything else was closed. The Buffet was closed. All the other restaurants. I mean, there was nothing. I mean, like, like literally, you couldn't go like to to uh, any of the restaurants. Everybody was closed. And you know, I'm thinking, okay, come on. Um, you know, and then what's interesting is I had, uh, uh, last evening, I don't want to necessarily talk about where I was at and what I was doing because, you know, don't want to, eh, it's a reason for that. Anyway, I talked to a guy, let's just call him a guy. Who was from Chicago, and he was just laughing. He says, "You guys are wimps." That's exactly what he said. I asked him. I said, "I said, okay, I've heard, and I don't know if I talked about this or not, but I've heard that, like, in the last twenty years, the Chicago schools have only been closed for like a handful of days. You know, like maybe one or two days." Um, And he says, "Yeah." He says, "That's the case." He said to the point where, and he says, "I used to live in Minneapolis, and he says it was even worse there." And he says, "They rarely ever called off school." you know and it was just that's
1: a, true wisconsin and indianapolis yeah. i talked to my Elbiff's daughter melissa yesterday and last night actually and it wasn't snowing last night but they got like 12 inches the night before. Yeah. It just piled on. Do you think they called off school?
0: No. No. Nope. Well, you know, I mean, I, I you know, I I once again, I think it's and I get it. The the principals are like, "Well, we don't have anyone and any, want to have any liability of 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 kids getting hurt in an accident in the bus." Well, you know what? Then why don't you call call the schools off when it rains? You know what I mean? Because, you know, where accidents happen when it rains, you know? Or why don't you call the schools off when, you know, when there's sun in the morning and the bus driver gets blinded and you know and can't see and uh, come on you know uh, you know and then and then the school teachers go oh we work so hard we never have a day off we work seven days a week 24 hours a day
1: well they do work hard <laughs> and they do work long hours past their shift <laughs> oh
0: my god listen to you they're,
1: i'm just serious
0: brad they're, they're all in the bar at four o'clock come on i know the truth that is not true, <laughs> yeah. Brad. Hey, hey, happy hour was was created for teachers. That's why they start at 4 o'clock, right? Because the teachers are out the door at 3.15, you know, take some 45 minutes to drive to the bar, and there they are. They're at the bar at 4 o'clock. You are so full of it. <laughs> no, true. I get friends of mine who are bartenders. They talk about if there wasn't for teachers, they'd go out of business.
1: Uh-huh. I'm sure that's just what they say. <laughs>
0: that's exactly what he said. He said, you know, uh-huh. if it wasn't for teachers, we'd go out of business. And then he said to me, he says, imagine you putting up with those kids all day long. You, at 4 o'clock, you need a drink. Right? <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Which I can understand. Needing a drink after being alone or being the overseer of 20, 30 kids that their parents don't make a mind, and they're just hellions. Well, I would need a drink.
0: Once again, you are assuming their parents. You know, like you made a statement where there are a lot of I'm parents. I'm not
1: saying their parents aren't good. That's not what I'm saying. Well, what I'm saying is parents do not make their children mind them.
0: Hmm. Let me think about that. That for doesn't minute.
1: mean they're not good parents.
0: I'll 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 have to think about that for a minute. And and yeah, process and, that and, one. Okay. Will well, you? When I think this is this is, I, I make noises when I think. Let me think.
1: Um. Um. Okay.
0: Um. I'm thinking. Don't bother me. <laughs> we got to take a break at 6:43. Let's 107.1 BS of the Morning. One of Shelley's favorite songs. I talk about my favorite songs. She likes that song. And you know what the interesting thing about that is? That's the uh, the remix version of that. Uh, we used to play when the song first came out. We played the regular version, and then they came out with the remix. And oh my god, it's so much better. Just like I added a song. Um, Sunday. A remix. You know the song, uh, Louis Capaldi, someone you, you, was someone you loved. You know what I'm talking about?
1: No, it, but I heard a new song, and I don't know if it was on Q or West 1071, but it was a new song, and it was not like any other song we played.
0: Oh, that was Disco Duck.
1: <laughs> no, Disco Duck. No. I, I'd, I'd never heard this one
0: before. Uh, anyway, it was a, uh, Believe it or not, I was somewhere the other night and heard it on the on the uh, the uh, sound system in in the in the in the restaurant I was in. And and
1: then you shazammed it.
0: Well, I shazammed it, but I got the 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 normal version, and I went and uh, looked it up on YouTube, and I found the remix version. Oh my god, it's so much better. I mean, it, you know, it, there's there's a lot to be said for uh, these guys like uh, Dead Mouse. You know who Dead Mouse is? No. <laughs> you don't know who Dead Mouse is? How about No Ill Mind? You know who Illmind Mind is? who Illmind i-l-l-m-i-n-d
1: no would that be me no
0: <laughs> these are all these you know like this whole generation of uh, dj slash producers uh you know like the the david Guetta's and uh you know uh skrillex and people like that you know any of those people Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I do. Anyway, what they do is a lot of times they'll remix things. And if you go on SoundCloud, geez, there's a gazillion different SoundCloud remixes of various songs. Matter of fact, you can pick a relatively, you know, a popular uh, song nowadays and go on SoundCloud, and there's 20 versions of it there. And it's just incredible what these guys can do with stuff. I mean, it's all, uh, you know, it's, it's to a certain extent what we use. Uh, that They're called DAWs, digital audio workstations. Essentially, they're computers that record the music. In the old days, we used tape recorders. Now it's all done digitally. But uh, most of the guys are using, uh, we use uh, Adobe Audition, but most of the guys are using uh, uh, Pro Tools. I don't know if you're familiar with <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know if you're familiar with Pro Tools, but Pro Tools is the uh, is the software package that a lot of recording studios use. I mean, nobody's recording on tape anymore. I mean, it's just to the point where it's like that's like antique, you know.
1: Everybody's digital now, aren't they?
0: Well, the crazy thing about that is every once in a while I'll come, I'll find out, I'll find one of my tapes from way back when, a reel to reel tape. I have no way to play it anymore. I don't, I don't have, I don't have a reel to reel machine. Well, I do have one reel to reel machine, and I still could sort of, you know, if there's one time I got mad at one of my Sons, this or knew this was about you know back in the day. This was about a ten eleven thousand dollar recorder, an Atari. Oh, not Atari, Otari, O T A R I. This was called an Atari mastering deck, and I stored it at my son's house for a while. One day I went over to his house. It was sitting out in the driveway, and it was raining on it. And I go, What are you doing? I Well, I didn't think he used it anymore, and I needed the space. I go, you put my $10,000 studio recorder out in the driveway and it's raining on it. So it got ruined. So.
1: I'm sorry about that. Kids will do that, won't they?
0: <laughs> but once again. You know, they just, once again. They just I told him. I told him it was like cost ten thousand. I didn't pay it that far new. I mean, I think I bought it for a couple thousand dollars used. But you know, once again, new. It was ten thousand dollars. It was an expensive recorder. And you know, nowadays you look at that. You're like, eh. I've got. I, I, I'll tell you the story where uh, you know you know Joe Geerling. You've met Joe before, right? Yes. Okay, chief engineer at Camo X. At least I think soul, he's still there.
1: And bright as the Dickens.
0: Right. Right. One year, I guess this is maybe seven, eight, nine years ago. He called me up. And he said, "Hey, Brad, I've got a bunch of our cart machines, which is the way we used to play music and commercials on the radio." He says, "I've got a bunch of cart machines here that you know we we don't use anymore." And he said, "If you want them, they're yours." And I go, and "You really? jumped
1: on that, right?" Well,
0: well, but keep in mind, some of these machines were, you know, there were a couple of them that were like four and five thousand dollars a piece, and yeah. most of them were like two thousand dollar machines. I mean, he gave me like thirty of them. You know, I mean, to the point where back in the day, that would have been like $80,000, $90,000 worth of stuff, you know. And it's at a point where I loaded them in the back of my truck. And the sad part of it is I, str- I put them on eBay. And some of them, I, I even hate to admit this because they're made. They're very well made. They're made out of this heavy-duty machined aluminum, you know, decks and things like that. I ended up dismantling them and, and recycling the aluminum. I'm going, okay, how sad is this? You know and and some of these weren't you know I mean some of these were maybe 15 years old I mean some of the the newer ones some of them were like 20 25 years old but it's like man talk about changes in technology you know anyway hey, there
1: is a, a huge difference it never over the years. it
0: never ends never ends we have to take a break uh, we have weather coming up we're trying to keep you on top of the weather and the weather forecast is given to us by.
1: Jennifer Wojcicki.
0: And here she is. Westplex 107.1. Don't you worry, chi- child. Seattle's got a plan for you. Cracks me up every time I hear that song. That's not S-H-M. what
1: SHM.
0: H M. No, it's 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 not what he says though. Doesn't it sound like Seattle has a plan for you?
1: Yes, it does.
0: See heaven has a plan for you. Although even though I've read the lyrics, I keep thinking to myself, "Okay, it sure as heck sounds like he says Seattle has a plan for you, but that's yeah, a, another whole story." Yeah, it does.
1: It really does. Yes.
0: Uh it is. 7.09, weather forecast, much better than yesterday, still going to be cold, sun's going to come up. Matter of fact, I believe the official sunrise is right now. Let me double check. I think it was 7.09. The sun is out. Uh, but, you know, you still have to look at the official sunrise. Sunrise officially at, uh, yeah, it was, I'm sorry, it's at 7.11, 7.11. So we've got another men and a half. But, you know, hey, the sun's starting to poke up anyway, right? So it should be it a good is. day today. No sh- no snow, no sleet, no rain. Just going to be on the cold side. Okay, what am I going to talk about now? Remind me.
1: Um, The Tesla hookup station.
0: Oh, okay. so The hookup station. <laughs>
1: Isn't so, that what it's called? No. What, else is, what is it
0: called? <laughs> okay. So Shelley and I were doing our duty uh, for our Salvation Army. And we went around. Uh, Saturday was the mayor's bell ringing challenge. And we went to all of the locations. They have the elected officials who are out, uh, you know, ringing the bell at various stores throughout the uh, Westplex area. And uh, the challenge is the uh, city that raises the most money is uh, declared the winner. So we start in, where do we start at? We started down in Cottleville at the Farm and store. And we worked our way down through uh, Darden Prairie and Lake St. Louis. And then we came back through Wentzville and O'Fallon and St. Peter's and St. Charles. And the last one we go to is at that Zumble uh, 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 Deerberg's right there at Zumble and 70. And I said to her, I said, hey, we get done, and we were done for the day. And I said, hey, have you ever eaten at Smashburger? And she goes, no. I go, well, let's go over to Smashburger. We'll have lunch. So, and I said, and you can see the, ch- the Tesla charging station. She sort of looks at me like, what? The Tesla charging station? If you go to the Smashburger in St. Charles, it's right there at Zumble and 70. Um, and uh, if you're looking, if you were looking at, if you're standing in the parking lot and looking at the Deerbergs, it's on the left side. The, the ship, shopping center is like an L, and Smashburger is on the very end of the L. And right next to it, on across the parking lot, is the Tesla supercharging station. They call it the supercharging station. And people back into there, and they sit there and they read the paper and they charge their Teslas. And when we got there, there were like what three cars charging?
1: Yeah, there were.
0: And when we left, I think there's like six. When there were like, wasn't there six parking spaces? The whole,
1: the whole hookup station was full.
0: <laughs> it's not the hookup station. <laughs> You know, hookup has a different connotation nowadays. You know, hey, you know, want to hook up? No, it
1: doesn't. Uh, oh, the heck, it doesn't. <laughs> that that connotation is old news. <laughs> a hookup station is for Tesla.
0: It's not called a hookup station. <laughs>
1: In Shelly world, it is.
0: <laughs> no, okay, so here I'm going to look this up. Uh, my old source of the UrbanDictionary.com, uh, and we will look up. Hookups. I, I don't know if they'll have hookups here. Let's look. H o o k u p. Hookup hook station. I bet you nothing comes back. Hookup station. Nope. Sorry, we couldn't find that. Let's just look up hookup. Let's sing. Go. See, there is no such. If if it doesn't exist on 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 uh, Urban Dictionary, it doesn't happen. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh yeah. There's all sorts of great definitions. <laughs> Urban dictionary, which I can't read on the air. Oh my God. Oh yeah, look at that one. Ooh, yeah. Oh boy. Okay,
1: uh, moving on.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh I'm I'm fascinated by this because and and I mean the the, the Tesla thing the more I learn about Tesla, the more I'm fascinated by it. And I and I got I, I made a mistake of getting a test drive in one. Uh, remember, it's not this past session, but it would have been April of this year when we did the uh, um, the business expo, the St. Louis Small Business Expo show. And yeah. one of the guys that was uh, demonstrating there, our, our, our you know was was uh, you know had their booth there was these guys who were doing solar installations. But they talked about how their entire business had become solar, and they even drive uh, Teslas, which they charge off the solar panels essentially they're not paying for the electricity the electricity is you know i mean they're paying for the panels but the electricity is essentially free and the guy gave me a test drive and i'm going like holy cow it was you like,
1: took a test drive in a tesla
0: oh yeah yeah guy well, where was i you were there working the booth the well guy, that's
1: not fair the guy
0: didn't you know this i thought i told you this
1: no, no you failed to mention this
0: oh yeah 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 i said to him you know he, he's oh yeah or we're or, or, one of our Tesla demonstrators on the parking lot. I go, I'd like to have a ride now. Oh, he says, come on out. So we went out and we went out of the convention center right there at 70, uh, and whatever they call that now. It used to be fairgrounds. I can't, was that was convention center drive, whatever they call it now? Uh, yeah. Anyway, we got on the Eastbound 70, and he just, I guess, put the pedal to the metal. I guess in the old days, there's still an accelerator pedal, and it was like snap your head back acceleration. It was like, holy cow. And we were, like, going, like, we went from, like, you know, 20, 30 miles an hour up to, like, 60 miles an hour in, like, the blink of an eye. It was incredible. And the car is just amazing inside. It's got, like, a big uh, to the right, you know, it's got dashboard, but it's got a big, uh, you know, like, almost looks like an iPad in uh, in portrait mode, um, you know, between the seats. And just an incredible car. Well, anyway, what's cool about it is that it knows when you hook up at the or, you know when you hook up the charger at the super oh, station
1: oh i'm sorry what
0: <laughs> plug in when you plug in the charger at uh-huh, the tesla uh-huh. super it knows your knows your car and some of the people who were early uh, early tesla buyers they have unlimited charging so they don't charge you for it and other people you put a credit card and they charge you for the electricity you use and stuff like that. But I mean the people that you know were some of the initial buyers of Teslas, you know, if the cars are still on the road, they can they can charge up and what's cool about it is the the dashboard thing tells you where all the charging stations are. So you're driving down the road and you know you you know it tells you how many miles you got till till uh, you know you need to recharge and it'll tell you the closest charging station.
1: Well, that's actually really cool. But let's go back to the fact that we were both at the Small Business Expo. Yeah, and you got to take a test drive in a Tesla, and you didn't share that with me. I didn't. So I missed out on that.
0: I didn't drive it. I rode in it. You know, would have been nice to drive. Not the point, Brad. Yeah. Yeah, So we'll
1: talk about this off air.
0: Why is that a problem?
1: Oh, look, it's seven (laughs) fifteen.
0: And that means time for more music. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I am Brad. She is Shelly. It is 719. She's always talking. I can't ever shut her up.
1: You say that about me, too. It's <laughs> a coup.
0: That's why I said that. <laughs> I was going to make you mad. Um, yesterday, I was talking about this earlier. Yesterday, I, I, I'm a radio geek. I love to listen to radio. I learn so much from radio. I listen to uh, talk stations. I listen to NPR. I listen to KMOX. I listen to 97.1. I listen to quite a few different radio stations.
1: Radio is the theater of the mind. Yeah,
0: Well, I, and for me, it's educational. I learn a lot of stuff. And yesterday, they had, I believe her name is Sarah Nelson. I think I had this up on my phone. Let me take a look if I can find it again. Um, Sarah Nelson, who is the president of... Let me see if I can find it. Sarah... Nelson, Very interesting woman, originally from St. Louis, uh, AFA. Let's see if I find it. And it's called the uh, Flight Attendant Union, AFA, CWA, um, and uh, she's the president. Very impressive woman. She started out. It's interesting because she started out, she told the story of how she got to be um, a flight attendant. She actually went to school. I uh, went to school here. I believe she went to either omsol or SLU, and she got a degree in education and didn't like education. And uh, she talked about, it. it's funny because this was yesterday, she's talking about, well, I was in St. Louis and I lived there and it was the middle of the winter and it was snowing and a friend of mine called me up and said that, uh, you know, and she had become a flight attendant and she says, oh, I'm in Miami right now. I'm on a two-day layover and I'm right now I'm at the beach and oh, it's wonderful. And she decided, okay, I'm going to check out this flight attendant thing. So she stopped being a schoolteacher, smart move. <laughs> Go ahead, say it, Shelly.
1: You just never give up.
0: <laughs> and she, she became a flight attendant, and now she's the uh, president of the AFA. AFA and, the, and right now it's the AFA, CWA, where they join together. It's the flight, flight attendants and the communications workers of America. I don't quite understand these unions that merge together because, to me, that, like, flight attendants and communication workers have nothing in common. I mean, it's like two dissimilar, uh, you know, jobs to me. But that's a whole other story. Okay, so. She talked about how things have changed. She was a great spokesperson, You know, one of these people you just hear and you just want to keep, you know, go, go keep, keep talking. And she talked about how things have changed. And uh, one of the interesting things was the question was asked, okay, do you have to tell us every single time how to buckle and unbuckle our seatbelt? And she said, yes, that's mandated by law. But she said, and it was interesting, she says, almost every flight there is probably someone on that flight who has never flown before. And she gave the story about how one flight she was on, there was a gentleman from another country, and he was waving to her. He couldn't speak English, and he was waving to her to show her that he had to go to the bathroom. And she essentially pointed, you know, where the bathroom was. And she went back down the aisle, came back, and the guy waves at her again, pointed to the bathroom. And then he points, like, to his groinal area, you know, and she's like, I don't really know what he's doing. Turned out he didn't know how to unbuckle the seatbelt because he'd never flown before. So that was the point she made. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: so to the point where he didn't.
1: Did she give him wings?
0: (laughs) I don't know. So anyway, she talked about the stereotype of what used to be called the stewardesses, which are now flight attendants and if you know this going way back they had weight restrictions and they had height restrictions and you had to wear a certain kind of makeup and it was interesting because she said when she went through the flight attendant academy and i guess this is i think this is maybe i think she talked about she did this like 20 years or so ago that there were men starting to be flight attendants but they had one whole day of makeup instruction and the men got that day off which she said she didn't think was fair but anyway it was interesting so they played this tv commercial and they played the audio and i'm going to play the audio as here as well too and uh, you can see the actual tv commercial i've actually put it up on our website right now if you go to show, and you scroll down a little bit to the blog site or if you just at the menu if you just click bs it's the first thing under bs and keep in mind this is a 60 second tv commercial this aired back in 1967 and this was a network television commercial from Eastern Airlines, and it was on all three TV networks. So millions of people saw this commercial. And the visual, I'll just set this up a little bit. The visual is there's a camera, and it's just like locked down on a tripod. And there are women who are, uh, you know, and the idea behind this is it's almost like a casting call for like a movie. So in other words, there are women that that walk in front of this camera, and you hear like the guy supposedly, this is the guy who hires uh, the flight attendants for Eastern Airlines, and he's making comments about the women. Okay, are you ready for this? Yes. <laughs> you're you're not going to like this, Shelly. I mean, this is this is sort of interesting because this is like okay. So I'll play it, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. So this is the audio from the TV commercial. And once again, this is like 1967. This is a man who's interviewing flight attendants. They don't say anything. They just walk in front of the camera, and he makes a comment. So here we go. She's awkward, um, not very friendly. Ah, oh, but she's too young. Oh, she's uh, oh, she bites nails. She wears glasses. Uh, uh, honey, uh, no, no, the other. Uh, oh, now, oh, she's married. Well, uh, well. Eastern presents the losers. Immature. Nineteen out of twenty girls we see never get to be an Eastern Airlines stewardess. They're probably good enough to get a job anywhere they want, but at Eastern we're very choosy about whom we let serve you on a plane. It may make our job a lot harder, but it makes your flying a lot easier. We want everyone to fly. Oh, the girl with the glasses. Uh, no, the uh, honey. Uh, wait. Uh, if you... <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> the ad is called literally the losers
1: i'm going to pull it up on <laughs> i pulled it up on bs in the morning show under bs yeah i'm going to watch the video and,
0: and 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 keep in mind they're all very attractive women women i would say they're all Kinda you know
1: like the playboy club
0: well but but what's interesting is is that i'm 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 thinking to myself okay if you ran an ad like that nowadays they'd burn down your building and, you know, and quite honestly, I'm thinking they to myself, would
1: it they would burn it down, but, but they would probably throw bricks at it.
0: But um, if, if you want, they would,
1: I could see them going in signs, you know, just back and forth in front of the entrance to the building. Well, I can.
0: And, and if you and if you look at the commercial, if you look at the actual the, the video, they're all attractive women they they're none of them are like, you know, like, oh my God, look at her, you know, and, and, you know, the, the, and he makes, and he makes fun of the, the one lady's, you know, walks on him. She has a great smile and a whole bit. And if you hear what he says, oh, she's married. <laughs> It's like you, you can't again. You can't even ask like that. Like Playboy Bunny. Well, you can't even ask that question anymore. You know what I mean? I mean, you can't. Are you married? You can't. You know, and and you know, once again, I am I'm, I'm I'm all for it. I mean, I don't think that you know, like a, in a, in a job interview or anything like that. You know, I don't think they there's a lot of questions. Even today, some of the questions they can ask you, I think it's wrong. But I just thought, man, have things changed, and she talked about, they still have. Some people who men who are very demeaning, you know, to the the flight attendants. And you know, she talked I, I you know, you, you know women who are flight attendants, don't you? I do. And What's interesting is uh, I in most uh, most airlines they have to get recertified I think every year they have a test and they have to you know there's a physical test they have to be able to you know uh, uh, you know uh, uh, do uh, various things there's a you know lifting component um, you know and and obviously they, they're they're they they're taught some first aid they're taught you know I think more importantly they're taught you know the, the safety aspects and if you watch something like what's the movie Sully? Um, you know where uh, you know the movie about uh, them landing the plane on the uh, Hudson River, in New York. Um, yes, yeah. The flight attendants are the ones that are back in the cabin who are working with the people, you know, in in emergency situations. And I, she was really fascinating to listen to. But it's to the point where I'm thinking to myself, man, have times changed, you know? And and you know, for I the better. I always
1: wanted to be a flight attendant. Well, but and I could probably now more now. Than I could have back then.
0: Well, but the interesting thing is, it used to be you had to be the you know the qualifications. You had to be young. You had
1: to have certain measurements. Right? Yeah, you
0: they're young. You you couldn't be too tall. You couldn't be too short. And there was a weight scale. They you know there was like yes, if you was. were like five foot six, you couldn't weigh any more than X. That kind of a thing. And they were almost all young women. And now, man, I've been on the last couple flights I've been on. There's there's women and men on there. There's older. women my age. Older, well, older than me. And I'm an old guy you know i mean i'm going like man things have changed I mean, for the better i don't have a problem with it i think it's great i mean i mean if you're going to retire what a great job to have if you retire if you were like retire from a regular job and you work as a flight attendant you know you can fly all over the world uh, you know you get uh, you get i still i think you still get like what they call it um, there's a term for that where if you fly on one airline they you can get seats on other airlines you know what i'm talking about if you're like an employee, I do. stuff like that so
1: and then it's also like marry me and fly for free <laughs>
0: Okay. Shelly said that I didn't. Okay. That's
1: true. That was what they've said.
0: Marry I mean, me and what fly, they used fly for to say free? A long time ago. Yeah.
1: Marry yeah. me and fly for Whatever. free.
0: Whatever. Okay. We're behind again. Shelly's always talking that's too much. That's your fault. <laughs> okay, Shelly, we're going to intro the weather again. Are you ready? Are you ready for the intro and in the weather?
1: Jennifer Wojciechski.
0: And she is coming up right now. Now, Westplex 107.1. No, it's not quite time yet. We've got a few more minutes here till Shelly and I depart. And, by the way, uh, we talked about this last break about the uh, flight attendants. Uh, Sarah Nelson, I looked her up, and she went to the Principia. So she's a graduate of Principia College up there in Elsa, Illinois. I thought it was SLU, but it was actually Principia. So now you know. Uh, But did you see the ad?
1: I did see the ad. Was that
0: crazy or what?
1: It's it's <laughs> actually a very well-done ad. Oh, yeah, no
0: doubt but, about that. right
1: that's the, world, the way the world was back in the 60s.
0: If you don't know what we're talking about, there's an ad that Eastern Airlines ran. We just talked about this 10 minutes ago called The Losers. And it's a TV ad, 60-second TV ad. That all it is is a camera that's locked down, and it's like a guy who is viewing pictures of these women. They all walk in front of the camera, and he's like hiring. He's like, the, I guess, like the you know the HR guy for Eastern Airlines. And as the women step in front of the camera, he makes comments about them. And uh, did you see any of those women who didn't you didn't think were attractive? Every last one no, of them. No, I thought, I
1: thought that they. Well, there was one that was maybe borderline, well, but other than that, they were beautiful. Yes,
0: and each one he had a comment about. It, it was a negative comment. <laughs> I'm going yeah, like, yeah. There was one that
1: he was like, um. Yeah, she yeah. was.
0: She was dressed. Uh, shall we say for the time, uh, she had very heavy eye makeup on, and she was dressed. She, did.
1: she looked like Twiggy.
0: Yeah, she was dressed somewhat provocatively for the time. You know, nowadays it would have been like, eh, hey, big deal. You know, <laughs> it would be yeah. nothing nowadays. Yeah. But anyway, I thought it was fascinating. And uh, Sarah Nelson, if you get a chance to listen to her, she's a very fascinating woman, 46 years old, and she's still a flight attendant for United Airlines. I-, I don't know how that works. I mean, she's the head of the union, I guess. I don't know if she still flies a lot, but, you know, one of those things. Anyway, uh, weather today, we'll have the forecast coming up in just a minute from Jennifer, what's the name again? Thank you so much. Uh stuff coming up. You know what? Double ringer today because a lot of people weren't out and about. So I'll ring the bell again today. Salvation Army needs your help. This is going to be a tough season for them. Uh shorter because of the fact that uh, the bell ringing doesn't really start until Thanksgiving. It's a week uh, shy of the normal uh, time we have between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Also the weather yesterday and you know, there're going to be a lot of people who don't show up for work today. There're a bunch of schools closed. But what a bunch of wimps, right? Right? Don't you agree?
1: Oh, if it was yesterday, I mean, I agree with them closing yesterday, because in the morning time, the the roads were okay. But by 1231 o'clock, they were getting a little treacherous. So I agree with closing early.
0: I dug my But today
1: the roads are okay.
0: My son got off work yeah early yesterday morning and he got his car stuck. So after I got off the air I had a couple things I had to do and I drove out and I dug his car out. And it was sorta sad because he got he almost made it home. He was like about a quarter mile from his house his apartment, and uh, he didn't, he went, it's funny, because he could have gone the main route and uh, taken 364 to uh, Pittman Hill, whatever that is there, and gone in the back way to his apartment complex, but instead he decided he was going to cut through a subdivision, it turned out to be a mistake because of the fact that, uh, you know, he went up a hill and he didn't quite make it to the top of the hill. He was almost to the top of the hill and he got stuck. So I went and dug him out and uh, sort of funny. You know, it's it's – I don't know if I told you this or not, but my oldest son and my youngest son are 10 years apart, okay? And over the years, my oldest son and youngest son have gotten to be – they look like twins.
1: Do they really? Yes,
0: to the point where my oldest son, Brett – calls my youngest son, Drew, mini-me, because he, <laughs> he, he, they look, they if, and, and to the point where it was so funny is that, you know, he he, he left his car, and he walked back to his apartment. So I called him, and I said, you know, and I found his car. And I said, hey, why don't you, get, you know, come on over here and, you know, bring the keys, and, I've, you know, I'm, I'll start to dig it out. You come in here, and we'll we'll get it out. So he says, okay, fine. So,
1: so he walked, you made him walk back to the car?
0: It wasn't that far, so, you know, because I was digging the car out. So um, you know, I got it out quicker than I thought I did, and so um, you know, I drive down toward, and he's walking up the street, and I swear, I looked at him, and I thought, and because my oldest son lives in Pensacola, Florida, I thought to myself, "What's Brett doing home?" And It was my youngest son. I'm going like, I'm going like, man, you, I even said that to him. I go, "You, the older you get, the more you look like your older brother. You're like dead ringers for each other. Same, they have the same." They, now, they wear the same glasses, they have their hair cut the same, and they both have the same kind of beards. I mean, they are like clones, and, they, and they're 10 years apart. And every once in a while, i look at my younger son, and I'll go like, okay, is that bread or is that, or is that, is that true? You know, <laughs> It's just sort of bizarre. Now, my middle son, you know, everybody says my middle son looks like me, which I don't think he does. My daughter looks like me, poor girl. You know?
1: Oh, I think your daughter's beautiful. You've met my daughter before. That's I right. Think she was your she, middle son is quite the handsome man. Uh, as are your other two kids, he's a carrot. Boys as well.
0: Yeah. We, well, yeah. We had him on there yesterday. That was still funny. If you if you didn't hear <laughs> yeah, this yesterday,
1: it it's like. We're, okay, just so you know, you're on the air. We're talk. We're talking.
0: Yeah, and he says, "Oh my, am, am I on crap?" I'm talking to him on the air, and he's driving to work, and he says, "Hold on a minute, I have to put my phone down." I'm going like, "Okay, we're on the air. I'm talking to you." And it turned out that he passed a police officer, and he lives in Boston, in Massachusetts. It's illegal to drive your car and talk on the phone, so he was afraid he was going to get nailed for you know, driving and talking. You know, so anyway. We got to take a break, and you know what? Coming up, well, actually, not right away, but coming up, another weather forecast from our meteorologist,
1: Jennifer Wojcicki.
0: And uh, she'll be up in two. Westplex 107.1, Haley Steinfeld, capital letters, soundtrack music from one of the Fifty Shades of Beige movies. Believe that fifty
1: shades of beige. <laughs> There's <is>. 256 <laughs> shades of gray. Oh, oh, that was it. There's uh, fifty is. shades of beige. Oh, fifty shades, beige.
0: fifty shades <laughs> of bay. <laughs> bay. <laughs> it is BS in the morning. Uh, I am uh, Shelly. She is Brad. Our website is bsinthe morning dot Excuse me. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the Allen's Tree Service studios you know what? It's days like yesterday and today that make you think twice about, uh, think you can make it through the winter with that tree that maybe is not in the best shape and maybe behind your house, in front of your house, uh, side of your house. And you're thinking, I can wait till spring. Hey, Wait till we get some uh, nasty winter weather on there, some snow and some freezing rain, and that tree falls over and ends up in your living room, and then you're going to wish that you would have called Allen's Tree Service to have them come take a look at that tree. And maybe it's not in that bad of shape, but maybe it's just got some bad uh, dead wood on it, some dead branches. They can take care of that as well, too. Family-owned company, they're out there on uh, I-70 uh, in western Wentzville, almost into Forestelle. family-owned operation. They got neat equipment. They got the staff that knows what they're doing. They have certified arborists. They are certified tree guys and gals, and they're very good at what they do. Don't trust the guy like I had who was going to cut down one of my trees and was going to drive each uh, group of leaves to a dump or each group of branches to a dump and dump them. And he told me he was going to take about 20 trips. To t- I'm going, I don't think that's going to work. You know, you mean you don't have one of those chipper things? Oh, no, I just, I just cut down the branches and take them to the dump. Okay, I don't think you're my guy. Right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Because if he doesn't have that, <laughs> then he probably like doesn't have the proper insurance and bonding and everything else that goes along with it
0: that's like somebody showing up to cut your grass and oh, what kind of equipment you got with a push mower well no or with like a weed eater and i go like okay oh, so okay. Yeah. how you gonna cut my grass well uh, i'm real good using this weed eater so you're gonna cut my whole lawn with a weed eater is that gonna be like sort of uneven I and mean, you know and isn't it gonna like take you forever yeah but but you know i'm real good with this weed eater i don't think you're my guy to cut your ass of course, I wouldn't do that yeah. anyway because I love cutting my own grass. But that's a whole other story. You know, you
1: like cutting your own grass. I,
0: I love to cut grass, and I have I to you tell you, I have to tell you, there is a. It's one of those things where I have always been, and I think I had got this from my father. I like to work with my hands. And there's a satisfaction you get from when you're done with the job, you step back and you look at it and you go, Hey, that looks pretty good. And that's like when you cut grass, if you do a nice job and you stand back and look at it, you go like, wow. And if you're really a freak, which, you know, I am. And one of these days I'm going to put it on one of my lawnmowers. You put the striping kit, you know what the striping kit is? no the striping kit if you ever you know they see these these uh, you know lawns with you know like a lot of commercial lawns like in office buildings where you know the back and forth like it's it's you know are sort of like you know like what they do with the uh, with the bush stadium where they have the arch that's like in the in the grass the way they cut it they're actually using a real mower but a striping kit is either a roller or a great big brush that they put underneath the lawn so what it does is as you you know cut the grass it pushes the the grass one direction and then when you come back it Is
1: that Oh, I know what you're talking about then. Yeah. Yeah. So then you have like a it's not a checkerboard, well you could have well, a checkerboard. It's, it's back and forth. It's it's like yeah, you one, know because parallel right, they're but going a different be, direction. Because
0: and it almost looks each, like it it almost looks like different color because you know one it does, because Yeah, I
1: know those are cute, cool.
0: Yeah, because that what happens is they push the blades of the grass you know, uh, uh, forward. So in other words, when they're going in one direction, they're pushing the blades down in one direction. When they come back, they're pushing in the other direction. That gives it the striping effect. Because when you look at it, on one side, you're seeing the, you know, the grass laying uh, you know, ab- away from you. And on the other you know, uh, pass, you're seeing the grass laid toward you. So that's how it looks like it's different colors. And that's a striping kit. See, I, you know, I'm a nerd. You know, how many people would know like what a striping kit on a lawnmower is? Well,
1: that's a very cool thing.
0: When, it forget, is. I had someone make a comment about the fact that um, when I I bought my my dream lawnmower, <laughs> we talked about this on the air about a couple months ago. And when you asked me, you know, what what uh, size cut it was, and I said 72 inches, and you died. Whoa. <laughs> There aren't too many people with lawnmowers with a 72 inch deck on it. And I had one of them. And it was diesel powered and I loved it. And I had a half acre and my neighbors made fun of me.
1: Like Tim Taylor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, wimpy lawnmowers, no thanks. Hey, we got to take our last break. Uh, and better fact to keep you updated on the weather, we have a nut here. I'll tell you what, let me do this. I'll put this right here, do this right here. Intro our weather, shall we? <sighs>
1: And now we have Jennifer
0: Wojciechski. And they do great work, don't they, Shelley?
1: Yes, they do. Yep,
0: yeah, it's going to do it for us, uh, BS in the Morning, Brad and Shelley. Uh, you can check out our website, bsthemorning.show. Our website for the radio station is westplex1071.com. If you want to look at our uh, our podcasts, it's bradbs.com. That'll take you to the podcast section of our webpage. If you want to look at it on uh, the Apple Podcast uh, system, and that'll take you to if you have the, uh, the app installed on your phone, it'll take you right there, podcastbs.com. And coming soon, another website right
1: oh i love websites It we better be nice
0: <laughs> it, it is it is well um uh, 803 time to get to work we're not off we're out there hustling today uh yes, hopefully we are. you're doing the same uh you know don't smash into my car today because uh, it's not in the best of shape <laughs> it flunked inspection. but everybody
1: be safe oh, out there oh, oh, i mean oh. all kidding aside oh, you know be what? safe have a good day be happy and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: I forgot to talk to you, but I forgot to talk about one thing this morning. Put on your list for tomorrow. Put on your list lost cell phone. Okay?
1: Oh, you forgot to talk about that. Yes. That, that was
0: classic. <laughs> lost cell phone. We'll talk about it. bizarre thing that happened to me <laughs> yesterday. It wasn't my cell phone. It was somebody else's cell phone. It was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, it was, and I know I, I I helped the guy out because I know he was freaking out. Because anyway, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay, now, yeah. are you ready? Go ahead and and and, and intro and, and go ahead and intro it.
1: I'm not going to do it, Brad.
0: <laughs> Why not, Shelly?
1: I'm not going to do it. I never. So you just might as well. It's eight oh four. You just might as well introduce introduce him.
0: Okay, here's Shelly to introduce the most important man in St. Charles County.
1: They can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Pop.
0: Oh, that's right. They can't hear Shelly because they're listening to Kids Pop. Okay, here's the most important person in St. Charles. Oh, excuse me. Shelly will introduce the most important person in St. Charles County.
1: Ain't nobody does
0: that. Yeah, Shelly doesn't. Shelly doesn't. (laughs) I love that man. (laughs) Shelly does it all the time. And now the most important man in St. Charles County steps to the microphone and says, Hey, people, your mom called. She says to call Extreme Electrical for your residential, commercial, or industrial needs. Give us a call, 636-925-2988 or on the web at ExtremeElectricalSTL.com. Hey, 296 H.A. Washington. R.A.P. Washington.
1: Westplex 1071. It's today's best music for the Westplex. Westplex 1071. When I'm underneath the bright lights, when I'm trying to have a good time, cause I'm good now, you ain't mine, nah, na na na.